Hi everyone, this is Bernie Ree with a, another episode of Intro to Zen Online. Um, this is episode for Friday, March 20th. So um, we're going to do a uh, basic breath following meditation today. But I'm going to mix it up just slightly by first having a settle in and then um, reading a text to you, a short text to you on meditation practice by Pema Chodron, which I'm hoping will set the tone um, for the rest of the sitting period. Um, this is a brief discussion by Pema Chodron of something that she calls the in-between state. Um, it's a wonderful discussion of um, the role of kindness uh, and love in meditation practice. Kindness especially for ourselves and those um, parts of ourselves, uh, including um, parts of our emotional lives that um, we may not actually want, um, that we, we may actually want, um, we may even be hoping to use meditation practice to get rid of. People often turn to meditation because something feels off about their lives. Um, uh, they turn to meditation because they're suffering in some way. I know that's why I started meditating. Um, and, and I think that's totally natural. It's wonderful. And actually meditation um, is a path towards the alleviation of suffering. Um, but one way that meditators often go awry, and again, I include myself in this camp, is that we can sometimes use meditation um, as a way to try to get rid of feelings or thoughts or just different aspects of ourselves or our personalities that we just would prefer not to have be a part of us. Um, so while meditation is ultimately a form of healing, um, a form of coming home to ourselves, achieving a kind of wholeness, um, many of us take a kind of detour where we start to use meditation practice as a way to kind of fix ourselves, improve ourselves, uh, by which we uh, usually unconsciously mean get rid of this or that part of ourselves that we don't like like um, our tempers or the part of ourselves that feels um, inexplicably sad um, or that feels frustrated or uh, anxious, um, you know. Uh, we want to be calm, we want to be peaceful, and what that means is that other part of me has to go. Um, but as Pema Chodron, you know, notes, this is a, a kind of um, aggression, self-aggression. Uh, and it's actually a distortion of what meditation is really ultimately about, which is um, about a basic friendliness, a basic loving kindness towards ourselves as we are, just as we are. Um, so um, I'll let Pema's words do the rest of the talking. 
after we get this meditation going. But I just want to explain um, a bit of why I'm deciding to read these words. It's because um, I think she's saying something really important about the spirit with which we practice meditation. Uh, meditation isn't uh, just um, a set of you know techniques, um, which you know if you execute correctly, you will um, immediately come to some kind of awakening. Or you know, it actually um, more important than method or technique is um, outlook, attitude. Um, and so this text is about that, the kind of attitude of friendliness, of kindness, of loving kindness that we should strive to practice uh, meditation with. Um, okay, so if you haven't already done so, please get in a comfortable position. And we're just going to settle into the sitting um, before I read this text by Pema. Um, and so that so that you can listen to it as you ease in to the sitting period. Um, please consider listening to this as part of the meditation for today. Um, just listen openly to the words um, and see how they land. Uh, try not to spend too much time doing critical analysis or, you know, thinking about them. Just, just let them wash over you uh, and then see how they might inform the spirit of the rest of your meditation practice today. Okay, so um, please get in a comfortable position for sitting. And of course, as always, if it's better for you, please feel free to do this practice lying down. But whatever position you're in now, take a minute to settle in to this sitting in whatever way seems best for you. Could be taking a couple deep breaths, and by doing that, settling into the moment. It might also involve scanning the body from you know, the feet all the way to the top of the head, just feeling how the body is where there's tension, soreness, and any other kinds of sensations, just how the body feels. And of course, please take note of how your heart, your emotions, and your mind are doing right now too. Just take stock. Just see how you are before we begin our sitting, or as a way of beginning our sitting. Take a moment to feel the weight of your head on your neck and shoulders. Just feel just the mass, the weight of your head. 
as the rest of your body supports it. And then feel just the weight, the mass, the physical presence of the body as a whole. And feel how that weight is supported by the ground, by the earth beneath you. Let your awareness now move to your lower back. Just feel what sensations there are there in the lower back. Do you feel any tightness, any soreness, any aching? Just notice, just observe whatever sensations discover there in the low back. Now see whether or not you can feel any movement in your low back that is related to the movement of your breath. We often associate the breath with the chest, the belly. We think of them as naturally moving with each breath. But the low back too can move with the breath if it's not too tight and rigid. See if you can feel a slight movement in the lower back with each inhalation and exhalation. Now let your awareness move around to the front of the body, to your lower belly, and feel the movement of the breath there. How does the breath feel in the belly? What sensations do you feel there? Is there any tension or holding in the lower belly? It's a place that a lot of people can carry residual tension much of the time. So don't be surprised if you discover any tension here. Just notice it and soften around whatever holding or tension you might discover. Invite that tension to release, but don't be surprised if it chooses to stay. Whether it goes or stays, just let it be. Let it be however it will on its own without you trying to manipulate the sensations there. Just notice 
just observe. And now please begin following the breath in either the belly or the chest or in your nose. If you're using the nose, feel the sensations of the air as it passes over the soft tissue, the inside of your nostrils. You can feel the rise or fall of the chest. or the movements of the belly. Just follow the breath wherever feels most natural for you. And just attend to the sensations, the physical sensations of the breath. As air goes in and out of your body. And as you continue following the breath, I'll read this short text by Pema Chodron. It takes some training to accept we're not in control. This may lead to a I don't know what to do kind of feeling, a sense of being caught in between. On the one hand, we're completely fed up with finding comfort from what we can eat, drink, smoke, or couple with. We're also fed up with beliefs, ideas, and isms of all kind. But on the other hand, we wish it were true that outer comfort could bring lasting happiness. This in-between state is where the spiritual warrior, the meditator, spends a lot of time growing up. We'd give anything to have the comfort we used to get from eating a pizza or watching a video. However, even though those things can be pleasurable, we've seen that eating a pizza or watching a video is a feeble match for our suffering. We notice this especially when things are falling apart. If we've just learned that we have cancer, eating a pizza doesn't do much to cheer us up. If someone we love has just died or walked out, the outer places we go for comfort feel feeble and ephemeral. Anxiety, heartbreak, and tenderness mark the in-between state. It's the kind of place we usually want to avoid. 
The challenge is to stay in the middle rather than buy into struggle and complaint. The challenge is to let it soften us rather than make us more rigid and afraid. Becoming intimate with the queasy feeling of being in the middle of nowhere only makes our hearts more tender. When we are brave enough to stay in the middle, compassion arises spontaneously. By not knowing, not hoping to know, and not acting like we know what's happening, we begin to access our inner strength. Yet it seems reasonable to want some kind of relief. If we can make the situation right or wrong, if we can pin it down in any way, then we are on familiar ground. But something has shaken up our habitual patterns and frequently they no longer work. Staying with volatile energy gradually becomes more comfortable than acting it out or repressing it. Staying with it is what heals. It allows us to let go of our self-importance. It's how the spiritual warrior, the meditator, learns to love. This is exactly how we're training every time we sit in meditation. We see what comes up and acknowledge that with kindness. Thoughts and emotions rise and fall. Some are more convincing than others. Habitually, we are so uncomfortable with that churned up feeling that we do anything to make it go away. Instead, we kindly encourage ourselves to stay with our agitated energy by returning time and again to the breath. This is the basic training in loving kindness that we need to just keep going forward, to just keep opening our hearts. So please just continue attending to the breath, noting what comes up, thoughts or emotions, with as much kindness and compassion as you can muster, before gently, time and again, returning to the breath.
as you follow the sensations of the breath in the nose, chest, or belly. See how granular you can make your awareness. Can you feel how the sensations shift, alter, and flow throughout the course of each in-breath and out-breath? See how intimate you can become with the breath. a thought or an emotion arise. Notice how you react to that. Is there any frustration? Do you tighten up when an emotion, especially an unpleasant one, arises? Do you say to yourself, oh, there I go again. Why can't I stay focused on the breath? Why won't those thoughts settle down? Why won't that emotion go away? The first step to practicing kindness is to compassionately acknowledge a lack of kindness, if that's the case. If you are upset that you're feeling or thinking something, if you feel resistance to a thought or emotion, if you tighten up when a thought or emotion comes up, just notice that as non-judgmentally as possible. No matter what you are experiencing, there's always the opportunity to practice kindness at that moment, non-judgmentally at that moment.
can you hear all the sounds environment around you as you follow the breath? If you can't, it may be because you've become lost in fantasy, lost in daydreams. It's a good check once in a while to ask whether you can hear what's going on around you. Come back to the present moment. Come back the breath. going to sign off in just a moment. If you would like to keep sitting longer, please do. But if you are relatively new to meditation, this has been a good session. No need to push it too hard in the early days. I'm going to record another text by Pema Chodron as a supplemental recording for today. It's related to the other one I just read, so I encourage you to check it out after you're through with your sitting. Wishing you all a good day. Take